Hey everyone, the guest on today's episode is also a new sponsor. Are you looking for some vegan duds or maybe some skincare? Maybe you just love snacks. Check out vegancuts.com and save 10% off of your first order with the code SNACK10 when you shop between now and the end of February. Also, the first 25 people who sign up for the Vegan Cuts Snack Box will get a buy one, get one free offer. So just respond to their confirmation with Vegan Snack Attack and your second month will be credited. And to find out about these offers and more, make sure to be following me on Twitter, at Vegan Snacker. All right, enjoy the show. If you're ever seeking for some grub that is vegan, but there's nothing new to try, or ideas have run dry, I know the feeling. But the podcast is here to relieve all your fears, so you better sink your teeth into So hello everybody and welcome to Vegan Snack Attack. Uh, this is John and I am today speaking with Jill, a co-founder for Vegan Cuts. How are you doing, Jill? I'm great, thanks, John. So uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about what Vegan Cuts is all about? Sure. So Vegan Cuts is an online marketplace where people can go to discover what we consider the best vegan products available, and not just food, but also fashion and body care products that are all vegan and cruelty-free. We have an online store that promotes bi-weekly flash sales, so you can always know that when shopping on our site, you're getting a great deal. And we also offer a snack box program that you can subscribe to and get snacks by delivery once a month. That's really cool. And uh if anybody uh, who's listening has listened to that few episodes, you'll know that we've uh, talked to some other people who own uh, vegan snack box subscription uh, companies, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but I would love to know a little bit more about the background of Vegan Cuts, because um, as far as I can tell, and uh, as far as I know, it's uh, kind of like a Groupon specifically tailored to uh, for vegans and anybody who's into kind of a more healthy lifestyle. Sure. Happy to give some background info. So we definitely get that comparison quite often that we're like the vegan Groupon. And we certainly started out with that kind of intent, like to fulfill the gap in the market where everyone loves great deals. Everyone was super psyched about Groupon in like 2010, 2011, but there wasn't a lot of vegan options being promoted by them. So when we first started out, we were looking to fulfill that need. And we definitely still have a, a great sort of sales, flash sale component going on. But over the years, over the past two years almost, since we started, we've been really shifting towards being a curator of vegan products and being a discovery source for vegan products. So not only are we offering great savings, but we're also trying to introduce our community to things that they've never heard of before and that they can entrust are going to be of great quality because we've already done the vetting and thorough testing process. So we do a lot of snacking between the Vegan Cuts <laughs> team and make sure that everything tastes awesome. And we have a strong preference for working with, like, small artisanal vegan companies. So we find some really neat stuff along the way. Wow, it sounds like you have probably one of the greatest jobs I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> you just <Right>? get to <laughs> snack all the time. 
snack all the time. Well, I recently saw, like, you know, those inspirational quotes that you see on Facebook and Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Um, I recently saw one that said, your dream job doesn't exist. You have to create it. So (laughs) that's exactly what I've done. I've created, and with the team, we've all sort of created our dream jobs because we're all, like, passionate vegans. So now we get to, like, literally taste raw chocolate as part of our job, which is pretty awesome. Oh, that's so great. So uh, tell me how you find the products that you uh, that you offer on Vegan Cuts. Cool. Yeah, sure. So we um, basically are just, like, always looking for vegan products, and we keep our eyes open wherever we go. We look online, um, like on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and Instagram for, like, different brands that are popping up and people's pictures. We go to different vegetarian festivals and food expos. We have, like, a broad community that supports us, so we're always, like, taking in recommendations from different people who share their favorite vegan brands. And and now we're in a really great position where a lot of companies will come to us and say, hey, we'd really love to be introduced to the Vegan Cuts audience. So we basically just, like, always have our eyes open for cool vegan brands. And sometimes they pop up in the most, like, unexpected places. And Instagram is honestly one of my favorite places for looking <laughs> for vegan companies because people, like, are always posting pictures of their food and pictures of stuff they find when yeah. traveling, and that's where some of the neatest stuff tends to pop up. So when you say the the most unexpected places, like, what's an example of something that's really unexpected where you've come, you've come across something great? Well, sometimes we'll just be, like, in random small health food stores. Like, recently, on like, over the summer, we exhibited at the Portland and San Francisco Veg Fest. And in between those, we drove from Portland to San Francisco. We stopped, like, in Ashland, which is about halfway between the two cities. And we, like, stopped in this co-op. And it was, like, the most romantic co-op setting ever. Like, there was, like, a brick wall out front. And people were eating, like, kale salads and playing the banjo. And it was, like, oh, my God. Like, how does this exist? And then we, like, went in there. And we found, like, a whole bunch of, like, brands that we had never heard of or, like, cool brands that just aren't even stocked by Whole Foods on the national level. So they just mm-hmm. you don't see them as often. So sometimes just, like, going into, like, unexpected towns and unexpected health food stores, you find really neat stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, uh, now that you mention it, I was just in a, uh, like, a natural health food store called Mama Jeans that's in uh, Springfield, Missouri, so out in the middle of nowhere in the Midwest, and it's this great, great uh, small, like, natural food market, and they have, like, a sandwich shop and everything, and I found these, oh, I wish I had it in front of me, but it's a... Um, it's like a, a snack bar, but they have flavors, and some of them aren't vegan, but some of them are, and they say directly on them if they are vegan, and it's like pizza marinara or rosemary or something. So it's these, like, savory oh, snack bars. I think bars. Like journey bars. Yeah, I think that's Possibly. the company called Journey or something. Yeah, they have, like, that some sounds, Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. But, yeah, I saw those, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to get some of these. And I actually I still have them, and I haven't tried them yet because I'm waiting for the right moment. But, uh, yeah, that's, I, I don't know if you've ever offered those or put them in your snack boxes, but they sound really, really interesting. And I love any product that says right on the packaging that it's vegan. Yeah, absolutely. That makes it super easy. And, actually, we yeah. have chatted with them briefly. And I think last time we chatted with them, they were working on, like, another vegan flavor. So we were going to wait a bit to see when a good time to work with them would be, but 
Yeah, I mean, that's cool, too, because there seems to be, like, a gap in the market for savory vegan bars. Like, they're all, like, right. beans or coconut bean, but there's not a lot of savory going on. Right. So um, you're talking about how you were traveling uh, a little bit in the States. Now, I know that you have quite a, a background with, uh, with traveling with your website, Vegan Backpacker. Yeah, we have, a, like, we have sort of a, like, our blog is still up, veganbackpacker.com, but it's kind of like one of those blogs where you go and, like, the tumbleweeds roll by because it hasn't been mm-hmm. updated for, like, over a year. But um, we were super activated, active on it in 2010 because we spent a year backpacking, my husband and I, John. And uh, we, like, went to South America and Europe and Egypt and India and a whole bunch of awesome places and documented our experience. And the whole point of that blog was to show that vegans can eat vegan food no matter where they travel and not just, like, eat and survive, but, like, eat and flourish and find really awesome stuff along the way. So that was a super fun project. Yeah, it's a really cool site, and I mean, it it looks great, and please don't ever, you know, stop paying for the domain name. Keep it up always. I feel like it's a great resource, Uh, and anybody listening, please, like, if if you think they're going to take it down, send some money to Jill to keep it up, because it needs to stay up for forever. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay, good, because it's it's a great resource. Yeah, anybody who's traveling. I'm sorry, go ahead. You can go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was saying, like, for anybody who's traveling, if you're looking into places, I mean, in South America, or if you're going to Egypt, you might want to know, like, where can I go and find some really good food? And, you know, your site's actually really great for that. And I know that you do have a section where it even has everything broken down, where you can just click on, like, the country or whatever, and it'll bring up all the posts about that country, um, which is great. And I know that... If and when I ever travel to those places, I'll definitely check out your site. Well, thank you. Don't worry. It's never coming down. At least the intent is for it to never come down. But it's kind of unfortunate. Like, I get at least an email a day, like sometimes more than that, from people who, like, want to contribute guest posts or who say, like, thank you or want more information. And I just – I wish I had more resources to get dedicated to it. And I've thought about, like, Mm -hmm. looking for an editor – for that blog, but it just hasn't been something that we've been able to do because vegan cost has, like, taken over our life. It's like a little monster baby. So. <laughs> so so vegan cost, that's your, your full-time, forever, all-day, all-night job? All-day, all-night, all weekend. <laughs> yep. Cool. Well, it sounds like a real labor of love. Yeah, absolutely. And you, and you work on it with your husband, right? Yes, my, me and John work on it full time, and then we have a collection of really amazing colleagues that help support the site and keep us going. We really couldn't do it without, do it without them, but it's really insane. I feel like how many people it takes to run a website. Like, I don't know why it takes nine mm-hmm. people to run a website, but we're all busy all the time. So. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a really well site. It's a really good site, and it's really well designed, uh, and it's very easy to use. And, I mean, just like something like Groupon, it's, you know, very professional. And that's uh, an important thing. You don't want to be, uh, you know, giving all, you know, like giving money and paying stuff for service or anything on, like, a janky-looking website. So, you know, right. definitely have a, a leg up in that department. Yeah, well, I'm really lucky because John is a very talented web developer, and my best piece of advice for entrepreneurs is marry the best web developer you can find because they're really expensive and they're, like, essential to online 
success. But you hear that, everybody? <laughs> marry a web developer. That's the first step to owning a, a successful business. If you can't marry a web developer, then just hope you find a really good one because it's like the cornerstone of keeping it all together. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I always I, I talk a lot about. Um, you know, when I'm looking at different snacks, I'm always looking at the package design because that's the kind of thing where, you know, you can you can judge a book by its cover when it comes to snacking. If the the product has really shoddy-looking packaging, you might not have a lot of confidence in what you're about to snack on. But with good packaging, you know that they care about the product and want to, and want to get it out there. And the same goes for, you know, the website, too. But um, – I want to talk to you a little bit about the snack boxes that you guys offer. Because, like I said, we've done, we've talked to um, Vegan Snack Attack, which is excellently named, uh, which is a a newer (laughs) one. It's a couple out of Austin. And then there's also Healthy Surprise, which was the last episode, um, which is, I mean, they do a great job designing their boxes, and uh, they seem like they have a really great business model, too. Um, So what's different about your snack boxes? So our snack boxes are uh, like monthly delivery, just like the other companies, of snacks. And usually they have six to nine products. And ours is a little bit different in that it's not all food because our website, we've like made a conscious decision to like go outside of the vegan food category because mm-hmm. to us, the vegan lifestyle is really important. So we try to sneak in like in our snack boxes things that will be like eco-friendly or green, like for example, reusable glass straws because vegans love smoothies and reusable glass <laughs> straws are awesome. And um, like in our January snack box, we're going to have the Kapow lid. So you can use this special lid to make any mason jar, a travel mug, take your smoothie to go. Um, so we have like snacks and then like other fun miscellaneous stuff. Our price point is like really low and approachable. It's nineteen ninety five a month with shipping included okay. to the U.S. So it's not a huge investment. And the nice thing is through the Sandbox, you can try stuff and then like the, the smaller size. And then through our website, you can buy like the 12 pack of the bar that you like or the 10 pack oh, of the gummy cool. candy that you like. So you know where oh, that's to get cool. the follow-up product. Yeah. Oh, that's really awesome. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, I think it's really cool also that you guys do include uh, non-snack items in your snack boxes. Uh, I think it's, I mean, just the way that it goes for snacks and into the products is a great way to introduce people to things that they might not even know exist that promote the, you know, the healthier and vegan lifestyle. And, you know, a lot of people who are vegan are also very eco-conscious. So I definitely want to keep in mind the things like being able to use a mason jar and convert it into, you know, a beverage container on the go. I actually saw um, a product this morning at a cafe that was um, so you can convert a mason jar into a to-go coffee container. It's like this little lid thing that snaps in there, which I thought was pretty neat. But, yeah, also mason jars are so hot right now. <laughs> they are so hot. So, and honestly, this is off topic, but I saw, I think it was a Kickstarter for a thing mm-hmm. that you could use to convert a mason jar to a martini shaker, or like a cocktail or, shaker. That is <laughs> taking like, it to the next level. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the other thing is, too, like, if you like the kind of stuff that's on our website, then I feel like you're going to like our snack box because there's a lot of crossover between the brands mm-hmm. and the snack box and on the site. So if you, like, weren't sure that you wanted to buy, like, the six-pack of something, then you might get, like, a one-off in the box. And we've got, like, so many fun things like kale chips 
and chia seed nut butters and cookies in our box. So mm-hmm. it's always like a pretty exciting experience. Well, I just made me really hungry when you said kale chips. <laughs> uh, which which actually reminds me, on the, the last episode of my show, uh, when I talked to the guy, uh, Joe, from Healthy Surprise, he mentioned that he gets the most complaints about the kale chips that he sends in his snack boxes. And I was wondering if there were things that you guys get uh, some negative uh, feedback about, maybe some things that you include that people are just kind of not fans of. Well, I can't believe, for one, that people complain about kale chips because they're, like, a personal favorite of mine. And this month in January will be the first time we have kale chips in some of the boxes. And they're going to be chocolate-covered kale chips. So if people like me and don't like chocolate-covered kale chips, I'm going to be surprised. So I hope that that's (laughs) You know, I haven't had... I haven't had too many chocolate-covered kale chips because I just love nutritional yeast so much, so I always gravitate towards ones that are, like, cheesy-flavored. Yeah, cheesy are totally my favorite as well. But yeah. um, And then in terms of uh, things that people don't like, we've had some, like, mixed feedback. We've never had, like, a product that everyone, like, was really mm-hmm. against. But some people, for example, aren't super into, like, the fun stuff that we put in, like the straws or, like, bamboo paper towels. Mm-hmm. Um so sometimes we get, like, feedback with that, but then other people are like, oh, my God, I love them. I love having something left over once I finish eating all the snacks, devouring all the snacks. Um, so there's mix on that. And then some people, like, seem to be really against coconut, which is bizarre to me because I personally love coconut. And then oh, some people too. are like, don't send me so much chocolate. And I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> I love chocolate. So basically we try to keep, like, every box a mix so it's not really heavy on, like, one type of thing. So that way maybe you get right. one thing that you're not super into and you can share that with a friend. But in general, we get yeah. pretty good feedback. Yeah, sharing with a friend is a huge thing. And maybe something that everyone can do is when you when your snack box arrives, Invite all your friends over, and then everybody can find something that they love, and then just go to town. Split a snack box with somebody. Maybe split the cost with a friend, and then just divvy up what's it, the goods inside, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, like, the great things to share with friends, like whether you want to split one in person or if you want to, like, send a box to a newbie vegan or vegetarian who hasn't had a chance Ooh, that's a good to idea. all the goodies. And we have gift options, too, so you can send, like, a one-, three-, or six-month gift to someone. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, uh, I've talked about this before, but I've, I've done, like, food subscription-type things. I did an olive oil subscription thing for some friends for their wedding. So great wedding gift yeah. would be the vegan, <laughs> like, maybe six months of vegan snacks. Yeah, absolutely. That would be really generous, for sure. Yeah, so... Uh, Sorry, friends who are getting married who aren't vegan uh, in the near future, but you're getting yourself some vegan <laughs> But, no, it's a great gift idea. I think it's great. And also, I mean, this is coming out on the, the 30th of January, so Valentine's Day is coming up, so it's a perfect gift. Just saying. Yeah. This, like, it's like the I – like, I don't know a single person who doesn't like surprises and doesn't like mail. That's what it comes down mm-hmm. to. Like, you can't yeah. really go wrong. So, absolutely, the snack box would make a great Valentine's Day gift. But we're also going to have some incredible chocolate-related deals that will be available in time for Valentine's Day. Like oh, cool. Bars, really super-duper special ones. So, people will have to stay tuned for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that people should definitely just find – they can find that just on vegancuts.com, right? Absolutely, yep. Yeah, and, you're, and you send out your emails – 
twice a week, right? Right. We send out an email typically every Monday and every Thursday with a new sale that we're launching. And in February, we actually have some really fun stuff lined up. Like, we really love launching products, like making a product available for the first time ever through our site. And we have mm-hmm. an extra special one that's coming out on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. So, Ooh, on Valentine's Day? Excellent. Yeah. On February 14th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So uh, we talked a little bit about your business uh, and your, your old website, but I want to know more about you and your background with veganism and how it kind of came into sure. your life. Sure. Um, well, actually, I was just normal, quote-unquote, until I met John. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but, but, I mean, not so normal after all that, you know, regular diet, <laughs> regular Canadian diet. Um, and when I met John, he was vegetarian and, and introduced me to that way of eating. And as I sort of started doing the research about a vegetarian diet, um, it became more and more clear to me that veganism was going to be the optimal path for me. And I really got, like, a butt kicking from, like, listening to podcasts. I was super into podcasts uh-huh. at the time. And Vegan Freak Radio was, like, one of my favorite podcasts at the time. And they just had, like, a no-excuses attitude, like, kick your butt, go vegan. There's no excuse not to go vegan. So I just kind of got into it from repetitively listening to that kind of mentality and have mm-hmm. been vegan for almost six years now, I guess. It was like one of those make a New Year's resolution and never look back sure. type of deals. So, yeah, I mean, all vegan all the time here at the Vegan Cuts HQ. <laughs> awesome. And then so your husband, John, was vegetarian. Is he now vegan? Yes, he's now vegan. He um, went vegan a little bit after me, and it's kind of a funny story how that worked out. I We started out, like, with a vegan household, like, you can eat cheese outside of the house, but don't bring it in the house. Mm-hmm. And that lasted for, like, a couple of months, and then I convinced him to do, like, a raw food seven-day challenge. And mm-hmm. that went well, but after completing that, he was like, holy smokes, veganism is so easy compared to raw food. So after that, he was totally on board, and he's never looked back. That is so cool. <laughs> but it's true. Raw, raw diets are very difficult, but um, can be very, very healthy. Yeah, absolutely. But in, we in eat terms a lot of raw. Ease, yeah, in terms of ease, vegan can be a lot easier than raw. Um, yeah. Well, it's just hard well, to really cool. eat raw more than anything else. That's true. That's true. Well, so so you live in Canada. What's what's the vegan uh, dining situation like out there, wherever you are? We, we live in Ottawa, Ontario, okay. and it's the capital of Canada. So it's like a pretty government type town, but we still have like some vegan fine dining, some like brunch options, some great health food stores. So we definitely, you know, we're not hurting for choice over here, so we're lucky. Mm-hmm. And we make a lot of food at home, too. Don loves okay, great. He makes, like, amazing curries. I think his bio on our site is something to the extent of, you know, his attention to detail allows him to make perfectly spiced curries and, like, perfectly mm-hmm. designed websites or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. He's, he's really into cooking, so we eat a lot at home, too. And we travel still, even though the vegan backpacker mm-hmm. days are behind us, we travel a lot for work now to different vegetarian festivals and that kind of thing. So we're always looking for 
awesome stuff, and we always find it in, like, good cities like New York and San Francisco, Chicago. So we're never starving, mm-hmm. that's for time sure. So uh, with all, in all of your travels around the entire globe, where's your favorite vegan mecca? Portland. Portland. Yeah, Love yeah. Portland. Yeah. Love Portland. Honeymoon in Portland. Like, Portland is a magical wonderland in my mind. There's a um, – I, I was in Portland a few years ago, and I had this fantastic uh, – I think it was like a, it was a vegan, of course, bacon cheeseburger at this, mm. uh, this food cart called D.C. Vegetarian. At downtown, I think it's like 4th and Washington, something like that. And I, I don't know if you've, if you've been there, but it was excellent. Yeah, because, yeah, Portland is big into their, their food carts. Um, I think that's what they call them. I, I could be mistaken. But yeah, that no, one, was, it, you know, it's, yeah, um, but they, that place is vegetarian, but they make anything vegan. And something that I love to do is just say, I'm vegan, make me whatever you want, whatever the best thing is. And uh, depending on who's working at the time, they'll give you something different. And, uh, right. yeah, they made me that, and it was so amazing. Ugh, so good. Yeah, that's it. one of the things I love about Portland is, the food cart scene is incredible. Like, mm-hmm. we really love going to Native Bowl. They have, like, amazing okay. stuff there. We w- we went to, like, some homegrown smoker. They've got, like, uh-huh. macaroni stuffed burritos, like, all kinds of mm-hmm. really, really good stuff. Kitchen Dances is, like, an award-winning cart that has a lot of raw food options that are really great. And that's the thing. Like, you can go to Portland several times and still, like, barely make a dent. Sure, so, yeah. Although, anybody who goes May, Oh, really? Send me some voodoo donuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, anybody who goes to Portland. So you should go. Oh, when, when is that? We're going to the Vita Vegan Con, like the Vegan Blogger Conference mm-hmm. in May. So, I mean, you Oh, that's go in May. Okay. Yeah. I definitely should. I think that I talked to, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Fat Gay Vegan. Uh, yeah, I met him. A blog. Yeah, yeah, he told me that I need to go to that. So, yeah, I definitely should in May. Yeah. There's no that. choice. You must go. There's no choice. You're right. I absolutely do. <laughs> uh, and I don't see you there. But that's, oh, Portland is great. We talked enough about Portland. <laughs> well, yeah. So um, you said that you were in San Francisco also on that trip, right? Yes. Yeah. Or on one of your trips to Portland. Yeah. 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 Um, there for the vegetarian festival. Yeah. And uh, San Francisco is home of one of my favorite vegan restaurants, Gracias Madre. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that I've talked about it in past podcasts, but you've been there? Yep. I've, well, I always get, like, the quesadillas with, like, the cashew cream sauce and butternut squash. Yeah, I had yeah, the butternut squash quesadilla is out of this world. Yeah. And it's only, like, $8 or something. Like, it's a full meal or more for, like, a really great mm-hmm. price, and it's super tasty. Yep. Something that I also like about Gracias Madre is that there's, I think it's either all or mostly communal tables. So if you like eating with strangers, that's a great place to go. Awesome. But I think that yeah, but I think that's a that's a big thing about veganism also is that you know it's a community and uh, most people in the community are, you know are always excited to to talk to other vegans and you know kind of share experiences, which I guess is what this podcast is all about. I mean we're doing it right now, we're just talking about uh, favorite vegan places, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so aside from... I day about vegan food and traveling, that's for sure. Yeah. Outside of the, uh, outside of North America, 
what, what's your favorite place to eat? Mm, that's a tricky one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you don't know? Because, like, the eating, it's like you can find lots of good food, but I don't think that – oh, wait, no, sorry, backtrack. I know exactly where my favorite place outside of North America is to eat that I found so far, Berlin. Berlin has a ton of vegan food and is super awesome, especially ice cream. There's so really? many ice cream shops, yeah. And, like, and they have, like, they have an all-vegan grocery store in Berlin. They've got tons of awesome stuff going on there. Ooh, that is really good to know. Um, and what's the what's the place um, what's the place you've traveled to where you've been most surprised by uh, the, the food there, or you know, the, the a vegan lifestyle? Maybe you didn't expect for there to be such um, so many options, or people, so many people who are vegan. Um, I think in general, I was like when we went on, in 2010 traveling backpacking. The first place we went was Argentina. And we spent a mm-hmm. month in Buenos Aires, and that is, like, mm-hmm. known as, like, being, you know, this crazy meat-centric uh-huh. place. And it's actually, like, so modern there, and it's, like, a huge metropolitan city, and they have a lot of mm-hmm. vegan places. Like, we found vegan restaurants and, like, raw food cafes, and they just have an mm-hmm. awesome, like, art scene there as well, like, tons of street art, mm-hmm. like, akin to Berlin. Like, it's really awesome there, and it's kind of surprising because they just have that intense meat-centric reputation. Right. Oh, that's really great. That's that's really good to know. Um, well, that's really cool. So how do you find these places when you travel abroad? How do we find the, like, restaurants and stuff? Yeah, like, what, what's your, your method of finding all of the good uh, hidden vegan spots? Well, my best piece of advice for people who are traveling is to try to connect with the locals. So whether you do that, like, through Facebook or through friends or through, like, a site like Couchsurfing, which we've used a lot, or now Airbnb, Mm -hmm. which is becoming really popular, it's a great way to, like, connect with the locals. And especially if you can connect with vegan locals, they'll be sure to be able to find you, like, just the right places to go, especially if it's, like, a foreign country where they don't speak English as their first language. Mm -hmm. Having someone on the ground who can help you communicate and, like, help you read ingredients labels is really handy. That is awesome. That's great advice. Yeah, I think that anywhere you go, I mean, whether you're even just going in, within your country, your own country, or, you know, traveling abroad, finding somebody uh, who's vegan somewhere out there, you'll be able to, to get exactly what you need. And, I mean, that's just going back to what we were talking about, about the vegan community, you know, trying to help each other out. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's really cool. So, um, so Vegan Cuts, is a website. Uh, how else can people find you? So vegancuts.com is our main website, and then we are mm-hmm. very active on social media channels like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest. So on any of those channels, you can search for Vegan Cuts and find us, especially Instagram. I'm seriously, like, over the moon about Instagram. I love taking pictures of what I'm eating and the things that we're trying, like behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. stuff you'll find from us there. So I think it's mm-hmm. one of the funner channels to follow us on. Excellent. Yeah, definitely check that out on Instagram. That's cool. And uh, so what's what else is happening with the website with uh, with Vegan Cuts? Uh, I did hear a rumor that you guys were offering a little special deal for, for Vegan Snack Attack listeners. Yeah, I actually want to offer two very enticing, sexy, awesome offers. What? to your listeners. 
One, if you shop at vegancuts.com and you buy anything from our marketplace between now and the end of February, you can use code SNACK10 to save. So that means you're saving already on top of our discounted offers. And then for the first 25 people from your audience who sign up for our Snackbox account, I would love to offer you a buy one, get one free option. So if you sign up for a new subscription between now and the end of February – and respond to your email confirmation with the code vegan snack attack. We'll add a credit to your account, so the following month will be free for you. Wow, that is amazing! <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> On behalf of my yeah, listeners, of thank you so much. Oh, that is excellent. Um, yeah, and if anybody, uh, well, this is a podcast. You can rewind that if you missed it. So thank you so much for for doing that, and thank you so much for talking to me. This has been really great. Really great, 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 great getting to know you. Thank you. Yeah, right, well, it's fun. I don't often get to talk about like my travels because um, we're so focused. Oh on yeah. But I think you know, like we really have done a significant amount of travel, and we really know our vegan products and vegan food. So thank you. And that's that's, that's the greatest thing. That's that's great. And if anybody has any questions uh, about your service or anything, how can they contact you? Um, always available by email at hello at vegancuts.com or you can tweet at us or leave a Facebook comment and we'll get back to you. Cool. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. This has been awesome. And uh, thank you, everybody out there, for listening to the show. Great. Thanks, guys.